Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. and again thank you for listening today's episode is called a BP's best person and what's so coincidental is BP stands for borderline personality and in this episode BP stands for best person it's not a clinical term it's a borderline term a lot of groups I've seen online they refer to a BP or best person as a person that they mirror image their mood um, based on the person who is considered their best person. So with that being said, let's get on with the podcast. So what is a best person? When it comes to somebody with borderline personality disorder, a best person is most of the time a person that they're in a relationship with, whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a husband, a wife. In my case, I am my wife's best person. We've been together for 33 years and remembering even way back when we first met, being teenagers, she always married my mood for the day. If I was sad, she would try to comfort me, but at the same time, she would get stressed out about it. Very shortly after trying to comfort me, she would stop being in a bad mood. So, in the years of learning about BP, um, I started realizing that it becomes very stressful for them because of the selfishness in their disorder, where it's going to be all about them. So later in the years, I should say in the past few years, the personality disorder of my wife has gotten extremely worse. It's been more selfish, more self-absorbed. She's very self-centered. So if I'm in a bad mood, well, then that means that I can't give her attention, proper attention, be happy about being around her. So she immediately gets extremely mad. 
And I used to say to her, you know, it's pretty bad that I can't get upset. When I get upset, you get pissed off at me for getting upset. And the reason for that being, I finally figured out, is because if I'm not happy, I can't make her happy. If I'm upset, why would I try to treat her like a queen? So, literally, if I would be upset for the day, she would get horribly mad. And to the fact of trying to get me out of that mood, not by soothing me, talking to me or comforting me, you know, as, as most people would do. You know, they'd come over and say, what's wrong? You know, do you want to talk about it? Or just be an ear. With her, she'll go to the extent of, what, are you mad at your girlfriend? Are you mad at your little lover? And in a way, that's her way of getting out of me what is really wrong. And for me to think in my mind, oh my God, she's going to think that. And in her mind, thinking that would snap me out of it. But unfortunately, what it does, and she doesn't perceive this as reality, then it makes it worse. Because I say to her, are you kidding me? You know, I can't be mad because my car's running like crap. It happens to be about somebody else. But in her mind... Anything she does, um, even if she doesn't like me going to the mailbox because she thinks I'm, you know, waiting for somebody to drive by to wave to them, she'll complain about it so much that I'll think in my mind, I don't want to listen to her complain about it, so I just won't do it. It's, yes, a control thing, but it's also a very devious way of control. It's a horrible way of control. You know, instead of outright saying, I don't want you going to the mailbox, she'll say so much of, what are you waiting for somebody to drive by? You're waiting for your little girlfriend? That I just won't do it anymore. I know that none of it's going to matter for the next fight we get. It's all forgotten. Because in her BP mind, none of that happened. Because they're in the moment, every moment. If they're in their non-BP episode, they're their regular self. Very caring, very loving, a huge heart. Now, when I'm in a good mood, that's great. And the thing is, I set the bar very high. And I really go out of my way to make her happy. And in a way, it is selfish for me. Because, yes, I do want to make her happy. But most of the time, the reason I go above and beyond... Because I don't want to have the argument. I don't want to have her go into an episode. Because her episodes last three days to five days. And it's hell. It really is hell. So when something's bothering me, I really try to hide it. Now, on the flip side of that, that's not good for me. We should all be able to express our anger, our sorrow, or something that's bothering us. Well, you know, whether it's just to express it by ourselves. Um, you know, a lot of people go up and they punch a wall. Or, you know, go out in the woods and scream and get it out. I don't do that. I hold it in. And, like, when I go into the bathroom or another room is when I deal with my frustrations. I'll squeeze something. I'll pound my fists together. And that's not healthy. It's not healthy for the other person. That other person being me. But back to a best person, what they do is they mirror in a way. Um, not directly, but... What they do is they look into that mirror. If they see you happy, they see a smile on themselves. If they see you upset, they're upset. But usually what it is, it's almost not twofold, but it's, it's double of what it is. If you're extremely happy, they're over the top extremely happy because they know you're going to treat them like a queen or a king. And if I'm upset, 
Maybe she's double upset. And that's the problem with borderline. It's selfish on their part. And in a way, like I said, it's kind of subconsciously selfish on our part. And well, I should say with me. Because like I said, I try to go over the top to please her and keep her happy so that I don't have to deal with the hell. So, yeah, in a way, it's selfish. It wouldn't be to say, listen, I don't want to be nice or I don't want to treat her like a queen. But I do go over the top. And... In a way, that's stressful for me. Right? Not in a way. It is. It's extremely stressful for me because I'm constantly trying to treat her like a queen so that I don't have to deal with the hell. And at the same time, I don't want to see her go through hell. So it's on that fine line of, yes, I really mean it. And I really don't want to go above and beyond. Uh, as a matter of fact, the other morning, uh, I woke up and it happened to be 310 in the morning. And I sat up for a cigarette and she happened to get up and she said, I don't know why, but I'm hungry. So immediately, you know, instead of saying, you know, here's what's in the kitchen to eat, I said, do you want me to get you something? And she said, yeah, I'm in the mood for an egg sandwich with sausage on a croissant. So at 3.10 in the morning, I went out and made her an egg sandwich with sausage on a croissant. And while I was out there, I'm shaking my head just saying, she would never do this for me at 3 o'clock in the morning. She, I, I just know she wouldn't. So I went above and beyond just for the fact of hoping I could use that as ammunition in, in the future. And you know what? Every time I go above and beyond, it doesn't work. Because in this argument, none of that matters. So it's like building a card house and just having it blown down. You know, we'll get in an argument and I'll say to her, who else would get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and make you an egg sandwich? I get up every morning, even if you're not awake, and I ask you, would you like a coffee? And throughout the day, tell how beautiful she is, how much I love her, right up to the minute we go to bed. And I'll look her in the eyes and say, I love you, sweetheart. You are just so gorgeous. Now, I never used to go above and beyond like that. And yes, I really do have those feelings for her. I really do. But anybody that would know us would say, you're trying to kiss ass for some reason. And it's not that I'm kissing ass. Again, it's a part of selfishness on my part. I'm trying to use it for future arguments as ammunition. But on the other hand, <laughs> so I ask myself, what do I do? The only thing I can do because I love her with all my heart is keep doing it. But again, the problem is I set the bar so high that I have to keep doing it that way. Because if I don't, in her mind, something's wrong. Why isn't he saying he loves me 100 times a day? He only said it 99 times a day. So again, if, you know, I don't say I love you with a smile, automatically, in her mind, why isn't he smiling when he says he loves me? Is he faking it? So, the problem with mirroring my attitude, my mood, is I have to put on a fake smile constantly and again like I said it's very stressful for me I've developed tics because of it and in their mind because of their selfishness that's just the way it is it has to be that way for them they have to be loved they have to be cared for we have to provide empathy for them 24 7 so that smile has to go on my face from the minute she wakes up to the minute we go to bed. 
In her mind, it needs to be a perfect world. I have to have a smile on my face from the minute I wake up, tell her a hundred times a day how beautiful she is and how much I love her. And the minute we go to bed, kiss her with a smile and tell her I can't wait to see her the next morning. And like I said again, yes, when I say I love you a hundred times, I do. But I shouldn't have to say it a hundred times a day. I should have to say it maybe once and really mean it. And that should be all I need to say for the day. You don't have to remind somebody times a hundred times a day that you love them. Every half an hour, every 15 minutes, every hour. You say it once, you know you love them, and they know you love them. But unfortunately, that's the way it is with borderline. So with their BP, best person, they mirror that person's attitude and mood for the day. So if you're in a good mood, you're going to be able to treat them very well and give them what they need. But if you're in a bad mood, they automatically know. I'm not going to get treated nice. If he's in a bad mood or she's in a bad mood, how can they treat me nice? How can they worry about my problems? If they have a problem, then they can't worry about my problems. If I have something I need to talk about, that means they need something to talk about. Then I can be able to listen to my problems. That's not fair. And at the same time, if I need an ear, it's very, very, very rare that she'll provide an ear for me. And then when she does, that's ammunition for an next fight. I had to listen to you whine to me for an hour. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not called whining. That's called having a friend to talk to. And 99% of the time, I'm not looking for a result. I'm not looking for a comment or anything like that. I just want to get something off my chest. And then again, if there's something within what I have to say, about why I'm upset. In her mind, it might be caused by somebody else. What, do you have a girlfriend that's getting you upset? Why are you mad about this all of a sudden? Why are you mad about your car not running good? What, so you can't go pick her up? So I have to watch what I say and what's bothering me and the context that's within it because it might be something within that context that triggers her BP. So, again, I'm going to end this episode with a very huge thank you to all my listeners I've increased my listenership by almost 200 listeners a week, and I appreciate it. And if anybody does want to leave a comment, you can leave a voicemail. You can send me an email at eggshellpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll be glad to air your question on air, or I'll play your voicemail on air and answer any questions I can for you. So again, have a good evening, have a good weekend, and goodbye.